Come join Libby and Molly, the ladies of Consignment Chats, as we build a resourceful community of collaborative resellers. Hey, hey, y'all. Welcome to Sea Chats. Libby, how are you? Excellent, excellent. Very excited for today. Ooh, today, y'all, is episode 75. I like it. I went into this. I like a, I like everything by quarters. So I like the 25s, the 50s, the 75s. So I feel like this is going to be a good one. Yeah, this is your jam. All right. You want to know what we're going to talk about? Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about growing your customers and your sales. It's a goodie. And we're going to give you, we're going to talk to you about our business and what's important to us. The fact that it might be different for you. We're going to give you some good tips and tricks on our main platform, but on other platforms, we got a lot to share. A lot to share. Who doesn't want more customers and sales? Right. Although I have to say coming off of this weekend. I'm pretty, I was pretty much maxed out for as much as I could ship. I'm going to be totally honest with you guys. I was up early this morning. I was, I was, but what and was we're great, still excited to grow it. How crazy I know, is that? I know what was great about my shipping this morning. I'll hit on later when we're talking about the growing your sales, because I actually, as I knew we were filming an episode about this day, I actually had a repeat customer, but we'll talk about that when we get there. And I was Ooh. like, this just goes with our episode today. And here I'm dealing with it. Wow. But anyway, I'm going to walk the talk, don't we? We do. We walk we the do. talk. So for those of you that don't know, uh, we run Conchi Consignment, which is my consignment business. And oh. that is what we do primarily consignment chats. We love this community, but this is not our source of income. We do dedicate the majority of our time uh, to the business. So we, we yeah. are, we are walking the talks when we are talking to you, we are doing this full time. We are in it. Full time. To win it. We're not just telling you stuff we read in a book. Right. We're telling you stuff we live daily. Or stuff we saw on YouTube. Stuff, yeah, or stuff we saw. This is a real deal. This is a real deal. Right. So, <laughs> hey, before we start, though, I we got to do a little self-promotion. Oh, yeah. Um, y'all, if you're watching this right now, click that bell, that notification button, like this video. If you are on um, iTunes, we would love for you to take a moment and give us a review. Yep. Preferably five-star review, right? Libby, we like the full hand, all five. Yeah, yeah, all five. All five of those stars. That's what taking that, for. Yeah, taking that moment really does help a lot and helps us keep up with what we're doing and, and doing mm-hmm. doing well at it. Um, and to connect with us in every way, make sure you head over to Conchi, I mean, to Consignment Chat. So you were just talking about our other business, yeah. consignmentchats.com. And that way you can hook up with all of our social media platforms and know how to find us and whichever one works best with your lifestyle. Yeah. Great. Or business lifestyle. So that was my little thing, but we got to get down. We have a lot to share, Libby. Yes. Yes. I think so, you've got a good starting point. Go all right. It. So what I want to say is go back. Episode 61, I talked about, Molly was, it was just me on episode 61. I was flying solo. Um, but we, I talked about the linear versus circular model. So I'm just going to touch on that briefly because I also talked about how to grow your customers and sign it at a high level, high level. This, we're going to get into a little bit into the nitty gritty details, uh, but 
if you are a, I'm going to say a circular model business, reseller, consignment seller, it applies to both. You are pulling more customers and consigners in, and you want those repeat customers and you want to keep growing that base and you want people to keep coming back to you. That's great. That's the circular Mm -hmm. model. Mm -hmm. If you are a linear model, what you generally do, and I'm using scavenger life as the example, because I think they do an excellent job of it. One is not better than the other. Let me just straight up that out there right now the other depends on you know what you want and what your what your mission is uh so they just take items and they're not worried about repeat buyers they're finding stuff they're putting it out and they're selling it they're not hoping somebody comes back to them they're just finding stuff they're putting it out, out there and they're selling it on whatever platform works best for those items so um yeah so we're going to concentrate on the circular model today. okay we're going to concentrate on that but i want to tell you also i'm going to jump right in now if you haven't figured out yet, circular or linear, you really need to figure that out. And a good way to figure that out is by doing your mission statement and then your ideal customer. And I want to put that out now before we start. And Libby and I have gotten on this soapbox multiple times, so much so that I think my knees are swollen from climbing up and down <laughs> off the box. And the only reason that we push this so much is because, again, like Libby said, we are living it. It totally changed the game for us by taking the little bit of time it took to do that mission statement and to do that ideal customer. So do that now because Mm -hmm. all the tips and tricks we're about to share with you are going to be easier and make a whole lot more sense if you have your mission statement, because that will tell you, am I linear? Am I circular? What's important to me and my business? Yeah. And as Libby said, we're circular. Because when we did it, we realized what's really important to she and I and to our business, and this also goes in our C-Chats community, is that word, community. Mm -hmm. So I had to throw that in there. Yeah. And that, you know, that's a really good point because one of the things that we see is this whole reselling and or consignment world can be very, very overwhelming. And after this past year and a half of working with so many different sellers and so many different businesses, and I'm including myself in that as well, the number one thing we see is it's very easy to get scattered and not really home in on your business model and what's going to work for you because you have, let's say you're selling on 10 different platforms. You're not sure what software you're using. You're not sure what inventory you're trying. It it gets very overwhelming and it doesn't have to. One of the best things you can do is take a step back and pare it down to the basics, whether, you know, and if you're just starting, you can start with the basics, keep it simple. And if you're already out there and you're a little bit like overwhelmed with everything, guess what? I think the best thing you can do is cut it back and just really, really focus on what's what's important to your mission and what you're trying to do. Because when you're trying to manage and juggle too many things, you're not doing one thing and you're not getting your base process down. You really, really please get it down. I like that all so much because I get my brain, you know, gets very overwhelmed with the clutter. So I love what you're saying. So let's do this real quick. Break it down. Libby, you're going to start a brand new business. Ooh, fun. How are you going to start that with the basics? What's that going to look like for you? 
All right. So, oh, gosh, I would love to go back and do this. I'm going to have to live vicariously through some of our C chapters. Yes, guys that's do this. part of the fun. If I was starting, number one, I would have a mission statement. It's a sentence. It's a sentence just describing what you're doing, but it makes the world of difference. Like know where you're headed, know what you're trying to do, and then your ideal customer. And once you know those two things, you can see what you need in order to complete your mission and in order to be reaching the right people. Once you have those two things, I would absolutely start with that. So that helps you figure out what platforms you want to be on, what social media you want to concentrate on, where you're sending your customers. And you're going to see a little bit of this, you know, later on, but don't be overwhelmed. Keep it basic. Start there. And, oh, I wish I had done that. Darn it. <laughs> oh, oh, that's, that's okay. I would say because we wouldn't have the knowledge that we have today to share with our sea chatters if we didn't go through and walk the journey we walked. True, very, very true. That's there's that's a reason why all that happened the way it happened. Everything's happened the way it's happened. Oh, You've experienced yeah. all the different things and able to share your knowledge. Yes, yes. So like don't it. get overwhelmed. We're going to be talking about a lot of different ways to grow your customers, to grow your consigners, but don't, don't get overwhelmed. Start with the basics and you can build and you can add on and it's going to be awesome. If you want to check out our episodes, we have a series called See It with Sea Chats, where we actually look at different business models and what software they use and how items are processed. And you can get into the details with the day-to-day processing, maybe get some ideas on how you might want to set up your flow. I like it. I like it. So you've got your basics, you've, you've scaled back, you know your basics, you've got your mission statement and I'm going to use us. So as our, because we know us the best to talk about it, Libby and I decided community was important, as I mentioned. And so we had to figure out for our business, what's the best way to grow our community and have that circular based model. And one of the big things for us is social media, right? Mm -hmm. We had, we needed to, be a big presence in social media because that builds community. It is a place for our Kanchi family to come in and have fun with us. We do a lot of fun posts, inspirational posts, getting to know us posts, few sales posts, mm-hmm. but it's, it's the best way for community building for what our mission statement is. Yeah. And our mission statement, uh, for those of you that don't know, is uh, Kanchi Consignment is growing a community of circular conscious people, meaning that we are pulling people into our, our into our circle and we are trying to normalize secondhand shopping. So that's our mission. And um, you can go and you can check out some of the workshops we've done, some of the videos on YouTube. Uh, we've done workshops on developing a mission statement. So I think uh, that might be a great place to start to see, you know, the 20 minutes we spent and how we came up with it. Yeah. 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 So I think social media is a good thing. I know there are some, like you were saying, that don't, that's not important to them. They just want to list and move on. And I get that because social media is work, but we found personally it pays off for us. But I think for us too, a little selfishly, it's not just that it pays off in sales and business, but for our own personal lives because it can be a lonely business when you're reselling and consigning, especially if you do it like us and do it online. Yeah. So we feel very connected to people 
in our community through what we do on social media. Right. And in this process of, of growing your sales and growing your customers, you should be enjoying it. It should be fun. It should be 100%. something you're excited about. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you're just starting, I can tell you, you are going to meet the most amazing people and, you know, develop relationships with some really cool customers. And if you're open to it and you're willing to grow, it's, it's, it is really exciting. So don't, um, or maybe reconsider if you're looking at it with a sense of dread or, oh, I have to do this. Um, I would say approach it with a a more connective attitude, like, wow, this is going to be really cool. I wonder who I'm going to connect with, you know, this week or today. Yeah. And I will tell you, there's nothing, um, my biggest advice, and I've, I've soapboxed this many times, is if you are going to focus on social media for your business, um, be authentic to who you are and to who your business is. Mm-hmm. Don't get into the noise of what other people are doing. If you are authentic to who you are and what your business model is and what your, your mission statement is, the right people are going to come. And the right people are going to become a part of your community and support your business. And guess what? Those right people that come into your community and authentically connect with you, they're going to do all your selling for you because they're going to be at the grocery store and they're going to be everywhere else. And just like when I have a fine wine and I really like it, I'm going to tell Libby all about my fine wine. And yes, I hear your puppy barking. I know. I and know. yes, I just compared <laughs> us, Libby, to a fine wine. Woo! First time I've been compared to a fine wine. I, I love it. Girl. I compared us to a fine wine. <laughs> but anyway, you know, you you if you are authentic to who you are and people are following you and people are a part of your community, they're going to be telling everybody. Because when you get something you love, whether it's a product or a book, you're telling people about it. Yeah, yeah. So it's the easiest way. And if if you, people connect with the, the true you. And sometimes that's hard. And we have other episodes on putting yourself out there with things like that. I'm telling you, do it. I think people are less judgmental in these situations than we realize they are, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. I was so scared, but yeah. It's all good. It's all it's good. good. And, you know, go in knowing you're not going to be for everybody. No, it's okay. that's okay. It's okay. <laughs> you don't need to be for everybody. It's, it's okay. It's very liberating. Very it liberating. is. If you have that attitude, it's like, oh, okay, this is good. I got mm-hmm. this. Mm-hmm. Yep. Your people are going to find you, and that's yeah. what you want, are your people. Yeah. So. All right. So let's right. talk about some of the practical ways that we're going to do this. I want to jump into this. I want to, now, our main platform is eBay. But as you've mentioned in many episodes before, a lot of things do transfer back and forth. We love eBay because it is worldwide. So that in and of itself gets us a large audience viewing Mm -hmm. our product, but that doesn't mean you connect with them. So Libby, tell us some ways to take that millions of people. And yeah, so you have this crazy, we have this crazy reach on eBay and, you know, whatever platform you're using, you probably have a, a pretty good reach. And so let's say I have a package and I'm sending this out to a to buyer in Kansas bought a shirt from me. Okay, well, that is at that point, pretty much eBay's customer, right? They're just sending me the customer. So how do I take that customer and make them a repeat customer and kind of pull them into the fold and make them my customer? And one of the easiest ways that 
we do that. Do you have your little, um, I do. I have a, a visual y'all. Yeah. Look at that. All right. So what we do is we include a note with a QR code on every shipment and it has a coupon. It has the QR code that directs people to our website to shop. And we put a little note on there when we have time, we put a handwritten note on there, um, you know, asking them to connect with us, maybe on, on Facebook or Instagram and just letting them know we're out there. And it has worked very, very well. And yeah. with repeat customers. Oh, yeah. real quick, y'all, there's going to be um, a downloadable for you to create one of these for your business. We actually do these on our Rolo printer. Um, we thermal print them on the regular Rolo sticker labels. We just don't take the backing off and just slip it in just like this. Well, sometimes I, I take the backing off and I actually put it on. Um, if I, my stuff is already in a bag, I actually do stick it. Oh, do you put it on the bag? See, I don't, I don't, you want to know why I don't, because I want them to be able to hold on to this. If they want to scan it later and they go, Oh, I don't have time for this. Let me throw it in my purse or put Mm -hmm. it in my drawer and I'll look at it later. So I don't ever pull mine off for that reason. Well, I might rethink how I'm doing that. Yeah. Um, Because they can fold it up and it can, they can put it wherever they want to put it and still be able to access the coupon code and have the barcode to get to the website. But I use the Sharpie pen so it doesn't smudge on the clothing. We will have these. If you are part of our Patreon group, level two, these will be a free downloadable for you um, to be able to have these and create them and have them for your business. Yeah. And if you don't have a thermal printer, we have always said, you know, start where you are, use what you have. Don't make it more complicated than it needs to be. If you don't have the resources to buy a thermal printer, there you go. Use a plain piece of white paper like this and just put a handwritten note on. It's just about connecting personally. I've even seen where people don't do the note and they write it on the outside of the box they're shipping. And thank you so much for supporting my small Mm -hmm. business. Mm -hmm. Love Libby, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, Even if you take a, a Sharpie and do art on your box that gets the message across. Mm -hmm. Um, Libby likes to tape our business cards on top of her boxes. And you told me, I didn't realize this, what a great, talk about what this has done. Oh my gosh. So I go into my post office. I have pickup here. So I usually don't go into the post office, but the days I do go in, like everybody knows who I am. Oh, you're country consignment. Oh, I have stuff. Oh, I've checked out your website. Oh, I, you know, um, or when I drop off my FedEx packages, oh yeah, we follow you. Oh yeah, I checked it out. I was kind of curious to know what you were up to. Um, oh yeah, I've gone to your live sales. So, you know, a branding opportunity, don't miss it. All because you, you just taped that thing right on the box. I love it. Business yeah, card so right not only on the does box. the person receiving the package know it's from us, but everybody handling the package. You'd be surprised everybody how many customers it. we got in that capacity just from seeing our package. Yeah. I mean, y'all, who would think about that? And I didn't because I wasn't doing it that way. And Libby was like, oh no, I do it all the time. I'm like, but what, it'll get messed up. Like it needs to be it. And she's like, no, no, no. Everybody <laughs> that touches it sees it. And I'm like, wow. I, you know, I think I you're to, a branding. Do... I think oh, you're a branding expert. I I don't know. I, I, I every <laughs> once in a while, I got a good one. Every once in a while. Every once in a while. Um, All right. What are some other actionable ways that we can um, get those customers in and along with branding ourselves, since that seems to be a word that's come up a couple of times now? 
Yeah, never miss an opportunity to brand yourself. Uh, newsletters. eBay has some new functionality with their newsletters. You can automate to send out weekly newsletters, new items coming in. I mean, there's a there's a, a vast range of things you can do. And now you can include uh, coupons with those newsletters. Amazing. Uh, right? Mm -hmm. um, so that helps build your cause. People that have followed your store are going to get the newsletter. And we do fairly well with that. Uh, the other big thing is seller-initiated offers. So every morning when I get up, I, I get my list on eBay. It takes about three minutes. And I send 15% offers to full price for items that are full priced, put a little personal note on there from the business from Molly and I, and send those offers. For things that are already discounted, I do a 5%. And along with those offers, you can also send a coupon. So when the offer expires that you're sending, the person gets a coupon. That I do at 10%. Yeah. The and next time they get that 15% offer, they'll jump on it because they'll be like, oh, I know that coming next is 5% less. I better grab this now. Yeah. yeah. So how's that been working out? So I have to say every morning I get, when I do that, I get at least one, one sale from sending out those seller initiated offers. And that and takes you how much time to do? About three minutes. About three three minutes, minutes every morning. Yeah. For one sale again. Uh, yeah. No brainer. You can do that throughout the day. I mean, it doesn't have to be once a day. It's whenever you have watchers and that, um, you know what, maybe I'm going to do a quick chat on that. Just show people how quick and easy it is to send those offers out. That's not a bad idea. I'm sure they would appreciate that. And people are seeing your brand. Yeah. When you do yeah. that. So yeah. maybe they're not making a purchase. Maybe they're just following your store, but that's worth, that's worth it too. Yeah. So I forgot to mention, because I told you about my shipping this morning, the, the notes that we do. Oh, yeah. I forgot about this. I had a repeat customer this morning. She had bought a brooch awesome. in Georgia, and I put a personalized letter in there with her brooch. She came back and bought another one. Mm -hmm. So I sent her another personalized say, yeah. letter oh. and said, <laughs> Thank you so much for coming back. We're so glad to have you. I appreciate your continued support of our small business, you know, mm -hmm. kind of thing. So there's, I went a little deeper in my note to start building that connection, but I thought that was cool. And that's all from that letter. Yeah, that's wonderful. That's wonderful. So there is the ability now on eBay and you can use this in shop. I know Shopify just shows you straight up as well. But who's your, who are repeat customers, um, what they've ordered. Sometimes it'll show you that they're working on it, but um, it's just so cool to see. So we've been monitoring that since they started showing repeat buyers. And with all these things we've put in place, our number, our percentage of repeat buyers is steadily climbing. Yes. 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 So very cool. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I would definitely whatever platform you're on, look at all those tools and those resources you have for building a customer base and growing your consigners and really take full advantage of those things. Yeah. Um, all right. So we did thank you cards, you know, emails. If you have an email list um, mm -hmm. instead of a newsletter, you can do that. The coupons are fantastic. The buyer groups, check that out on eBay. 
Um, you can you group people that have been customers based on you know what they bought or, and send them coupons that way. You can do all sorts of targeted marketing um, and bring people back into the fold of your business. That's fantastic. Now, for to do those kind of things, do you know off the top of your head? Because it's just coming to me. Do you have to be at a certain level? To I think it is included with any store. Any store, okay. Any store. There are certain things that you can do without a store, but uh, most of these things are with the store subscription, and they start okay. at a really reasonable, small rate. So I would definitely recommend before you get into all that, you know, make sure at the level that that you have a store and you have that up and running. Love it. Love it. <laughs> it. I'm so excited. And I want to hear about other people's ideas that they may have and things that they've done that have worked in getting customers back in. Um, I know you've talked about Sarah Marshall before and her philosophy. Yeah. Yeah. Before we, before we touch on that though, because that one is a really important point. Okay. I want to say when you're simplifying and you have your business model, and this, another lesson learned the hard way. So about eight years ago, we would have said, let's say somebody comes up to you. I actually had this happen over the weekend. Um, I was wearing my sweatshirt, my branded sweatshirt, right? Because never miss an opportunity. And uh, <laughs> they said, oh, I recognize that. That's, that's cool. That's your business. And I said, yeah. And so at that point I said, well, are you on Facebook? Like, would you, we do live sales on Thursdays, just hop on, like the page and, you know, connect with us. And I had someplace solid to send them. Whereas about eight years ago, I would have been like, oh yeah, we sell on eBay. We sell on Poshmark, check out our website. I wouldn't have had my elevator pitch ref refined enough to know where I was sending these people to capture them as, I don't want to say capture them, but pull them in to be part of our community if they were interested. Right. right. So have know where you're sending. Instead people. of capture, just say, have them join the cult. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Sure. Um, but have that in mind. So when you're, when you're talking about your business and you're pulling in repeat customers, where do you want them? Like know where you want them to land. Is it on your That's website? Very Is good it, advice in your Poshmark store, is it, but know where you are sending them. It's very, one of the easiest ways I think to, to lose a prospective customer is to make it nebulous and confusing and say what I used to say, oh yeah, we're, you know, we have the store and we sell on eBay and Poshmark and all right, they may or may not do it, but if you give them one solid actionable item and way to find you, it's, it's much more likely that you'll have that person as a customer that can connect with you. And I love that for us because Facebook is a great place because we're, our mission is about building a community mm -hmm. and Facebook is the best place to pull them into that community feel right off the bat versus mm -hmm. a flat liveless website. And I'm not saying our website's beautiful, but you don't get the interaction that you get in Facebook. So for mm -hmm. our that's the best place. I like that. That's yeah. some solid advice, Lib. Oh, good. Good. It's worked for us. Hopefully it works for you. There are certainly other ways to do it, but know where you're sending them and know there's one action for them to take at that point. They can right. do other things from there. But Later. Right. Yeah. So um, let's talk about Sarah Marshall and the best piece of advice I got last year. Okay. Do tell. All right. 
So she, when we did her C-Chat Spotlight, you can go back and watch it. She said something that really clicked with me. It was not something I was doing. And she said, you know, we're so focused on pulling more people in and growing our customer base and consigner base and all of that. Sometimes we don't really nurture and cultivate the people that are right in front of us that are already members of our community, are already customers, are already consigners. And I added on to that. So I'm saying that it's worth the while. I'm going to apply the 80-20 rule to this to spend 80% of your time cultivating, nurturing, providing the best customer service to the people that are right in front of you, because they are going to go and they are going to tell people and they are going to spread the word. And if you put that time and energy in, that's probably the most effective way to grow your customers and grow your sales. And then 20% of your time effort is you can bring, you know, constantly be bringing people in sure. the fold with, you know, your thank you notes or your newsletters, or, you know, it's kind of like a little bit like making a cold call, mm-hmm. a lukewarm call, we'll call it. A lukewarm. Uh, you already have the it's connection. Like a cold. <laughs> yeah. It's like a lukewarm call. And um, so really just put the effort into the people that are right in front of you. You know, maybe you have consigners that aren't customers, or maybe you have customers that aren't consigners. Mm-hmm. So pull them in and really nurture them and provide the best customer service and, you know, be careful because you might start growing a little faster than you anticipate. It works that well. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. just keep that in mind. Yeah. I love that. And there's nothing better than a consigner who's also a customer. I know, right? Spending that store it. credit. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> I mean, we have people that have never cashed out, like never cashed out. Never. I'm telling you. Because they just spend it right back. In no, the- there were many months back when we worked in the store because I was there for every unboxing. It was not just at every Thursday short live unboxing on Instagram, but the consigners would come in the store with their stuff. I would rarely get paid. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be working 40 hour weeks and get like $10, but then I'd have a slew of really good merchandise. <laughs> it was so oh, much that's fun. hilarious. I love I it. I, I love know, it. But true, but true. Yeah. No, keeping it real. We are talk, walking the talk. Walking I, the talk. Yeah. Walking the talk. And that's what we do. We yep. walk the talk. We've had many years of walking the talk. So. Yes. Um, Any other advice on this that we have to throw out there? Well, we are going to be recording our roundtable next. Oh, actually, it'll be this week. We'll be recording our roundtable. So every month we do a roundtable in our consignment chats community, which we then turn into an episode. So it brings people in that have other tips and tricks or maybe questions in our community. And this month is going to be about growing your sales. So if you're not in our community, um, go ahead, hop in there. You can sign up to be in the round table or you can just watch it after the fact. And then we also continue it one step further in our Patreon group uh, monthly. So this month we'll be talking about the same topic, growing your sales and it is growing your sales and customers. And it is just taking it one step further. It is not recorded. It is much more personable. Um, We're really able personal, to do not little, personable. Right. The wrong word dig a little yeah. deeper in the Patreon meeting. Yeah. And it's really, you know, you can ask very specific questions or provide very specific advice. Mm -hmm. uh, And that's the, that's the place to do that. Yeah. 
Awesome. Love it. Hey, and the other thing, speaking of getting over there, you can find that Patreon information at Mm consignmentchats.com. But also I want to throw out there um, that Listapalooza is coming up. I made a commitment when we were talking about summer slowdown in that episode Mm -hmm. that to help with summer slowdown, because we are hashtag going to shut up and list. Um, I would do Molly's list of Palooza, not once this summer, but once a month. So June, July, and August people. I'm calling it a festival. I'm just calling it a festival. It's a, it's a list of Palooza festival. So how can people sign up to, to be a part of this and get encouragement and, um, encouragement. If you want to be part of this fun, grow your business with people patting you on the back and we all like kumbaya and we get all into this competition (laughs) and it's fun and it's positive and we love it. Go to our Facebook page and ask to join in our private group. That is one way. If you are not a Facebook person and Instagram is the only social media you use for your business, just send us a message. Just send a message in our, in our DM, drop us, a, what do we call that? Um, whatever. Slide into, Slide DM. into our DM <laughs> and let us know you want to participate. And all I'll do is add you to the group list. And it's just, we're just messaging each other throughout the three days. Oh, I'm going to try to get 25 today. I hope to list 30. And you're just having fun with each other and cheering each other on and laughing about little oddities that go on during the process. And mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's what we're going to do. That's great. All right. And I want to just mention one last thing. Okay. Community. We are having a lot of fun in the community. We have just chosen our next book for this consignment chats book club, and it is going to be building a story brand by Donald Miller. And it is going to be fantastic summer reading. I'm all in girl. I know. I know. Both feet jumping in on that one. We're all about the branding all about the branding. I love it. That's awesome. All right. right. So you'll link up some stuff to find that. Yeah. Y'all check the links. Everything will be linked up on there. Our Patreon, (laughs) the book information, make sure you go down there and that way you can get it in our show notes. Yep. So you can get what you need to grow your business and your customers and your sales. All All right. right. Until next week. Cheers. Cheers. Thanks for joining Libby and Molly, the ladies of consignment chats as we build a resourceful community of collaborative resellers. Find all the ways to connect with us at consignmentchats.com. Episodes are available on YouTube and anywhere you get your podcasts. In addition, you can find us on Facebook in our Consignment Chats community. Until next time.